I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. Do you understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. Want a weekly roundup of the best CBC Radio programming? Subscribe to the CBC Radio 1 newsletter. Get a digest of the week's top stories. Read in-depth articles. Listen to interviews and documentaries. And get the lowdown on upcoming stories from CBC Radio 1 that you need to hear. To subscribe, go to cbc.ca slash radio and look for the subscribe button. The CBC Radio 1 newsletter. Be informed. This is Play Me, your digital theater. We transform the hottest contemporary plays into bingeable audio dramas. I'm Laura Mullen. And I'm Chris Tolley. Welcome back to Play Me and part two of Prairie Nurse by Mary Beth Badian. If you haven't had a chance to listen to part one, please be sure to subscribe in Apple or Google Podcasts or visit cbc.ca forward slash playmecbc. If you want to help bring more theatre to the podcast community, don't forget to rate and review us. In part one of Prairie Nurse, we met Puring and Penny, two Filipino nurses who have arrived to work in a local hospital in 1960s small-town Saskatchewan. While they couldn't be more different, no one in town can tell the two nurses apart, including the man who falls in love with one of them, but mistakenly courts them both. Here is part two of Prairie Nurse by Mary Beth Badian. Oh, hi, Purring. I didn't think anyone was here. Are you off tonight? No, I am working the night shift. Why are you here so late? I'm here all the time. Haven't you noticed? Yes, but I did not want to assume. I thought you were a volunteer. Yeah, that's why I work so much. Because it doesn't cost anybody anything to have me around. What are you doing, I wonder? I finished writing the patient reports, so... I thought I'd catch up on writing home. All this? Yes. Wow, purring, you sure write a lot of letters. I have a lot of family. All this is for your family? Yes, most of it. My mother and father, my brothers and sisters, and my cousins, and my aunts and uncles. Plenty of family. And some friends from nursing school. They all want to know how I'm doing. Look at this. It's full of dirt. My brother Emilio gave it to me when I left home. He was afraid there was only snow here and nothing else. So he gave me soil in case I missed it. Do you miss it? What? Soil? There's lots of soil here. He's just silly. Do you write to your boyfriend? My boyfriend? Was that an inappropriate question? Marion's always telling me to be appropriate around you and Penny. I'm sorry. I have never had a boyfriend. Oh. Do you have one? Um, sorta. Almost. I mean, I really, really admire Hank Meeks, but he's not my boyfriend. I'm not really sure he likes me in that way. Oh, I see. Hank is Wolf's best friend. They're on the same hockey team. Oh. Sometimes I like to go watch a game. You should come. You know, for fun. Maybe for fun. 
you don't just call the Philippines instead of writing? It is very expensive to call the Philippines from here. Penny does it all the time. Maybe she has more money than I do. Anyway, I like letters. They are more special. I can read them over and over again. You can't do that with a phone call. Must be hard to be so far away. Yes, but I am the oldest in my family and they need me to be here. My two older brothers, John and Peter, work up in the rigs in Alberta. I haven't seen them for almost a year now. They make money there to send home so we can buy equipment for the farm. I miss them. We are the same. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, hello. Oh, Wilf Klassen. Oh, hi, Wilf. What a coincidence. I was just saying that you and Hank play on the same hockey team, and we should come watch you guys play a game sometime. Uh, well, Hank just dropped me off, and he's still outside. He said if you were still here to ask you if you wanted a lift home. Really? Yeah. Great! I mean, yes. I mean, I better go. Maybe I think this Hank admires you too. Good night. I'm interrupting you. Sorry. No, no, you are not interrupting. I was just writing a letter. I finished the patient reports already. You don't have to explain to me. I'm not a snitch. Snitch? I won't tell Marion and get you in trouble. I would never do that. There's no trouble. There's no work to be done. There's only two patients here tonight. I will check on them soon. Who are you writing to, I wonder? Uh, No one. No one special. Just my sister. She's having difficulties in her new school. Boy troubles? (laughs) She's seven years old. Right. I didn't know you were working tonight. Yeah, I sort of made a deal with the hospital auxiliary. If I can squish all my hours in over the next few days, I can play in the tournament on the weekend. I think they only said yes because the tournament's at our arena, so it's not like it's a big road game or anything. Which is kind of dumb, because it's not like it's any easier playing at home. Especially when you have those crazy jerks from Jordan River chucking alfalfa pellets at the net. You know, there was one time when... I'm sorry. I'm boring you. I should get to work. Don't apologize. It was very interesting. You should. Uh, come. On Sunday. To the game. I'm sorry I keep hounding you. I mean, I keep asking you. I don't... It's okay, I know. You're working. No, I am not. I was just planning on going to Mass. Game's not until 2. And Father Doucette's the referee, so he has to be there. I guarantee Mass will be real fast on Sunday. And and Patsy will be there on account of Hank, so you won't have to sit by yourself. It'll be fun. Or, uh, good. Or, you know, you don't have to, too. That's okay. I think I will come. Okay, great. 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 I should go check on the baby. Baby. Okay. Okay. I'm going now to check on the baby. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye. For now. For now. (sighs) Uranium City, 9372645. Hi, uh, Donna. It's me. Can you talk? 
I'm sorry to call so late. I just wanted to tell you I can't come up this weekend. The hospital is making me work overtime. Yeah. And on top of that, I have a game on Sunday, so, you know... Of course. I miss you too. Look, Donna, I should go. I'm supposed to be working. I'm sorry to wake you up. I'll figure out something soon. Hello, operator. Please connect me with Manila, Philippines. Hello, Manila. Please connect me with the Bonaventura residence in Makati. Romy? <laughs> si Penny to! No, hindi to collect. <laughs> Anong oras na dyan? Merienda time. What are you eating? Ay, just tell me. Because I miss it. I have to cook my own food here and you know I can hardly cook rice. <laughs> Suman and manga? Mm, what else? Bibingka? Uh, I wish I was there. I hate it here. Hindi nga. No one can hear me. Even if they could, they can't understand me. We are speaking Tagalog. Oh, oh, they are nice enough, but I don't care about them. I am here to work. I don't have to be their friend. Anyway, they all look the same to me. It's hard for me to tell them apart. I have saved up about $50 so far. I will go to Saskatoon to make the arrangements when I can. It's three hours away. Hindi to Quezon City. I don't have a driver. What? Saan ka papunta? Where do you have to go? Fiesta. Oh. Sounds like you're having a wonderful time. Uh, don't go. I don't care if your mom is coming. You can't keep me a secret for... Rami? Bad connection? <gasps> I'm sorry, Penny. I didn't mean to scare you. I have to stop doing that. But I didn't want to interrupt you. That Filipino language of yours sure is pretty. Sounds like music. Can't understand a word of it, mind you. Except Saskatoon. But don't suppose there's a Filipino word for that, eh? Want a cup of joe? Excuse me. Are you working? No. So you don't need to rush off, do you? I didn't know you worked that night. The snow was coming down, so I came over to shovel the driveway and the walk. So late? Snow ain't on her schedule, so neither am I. Here, grab a seat. I have this orange that I can't eat all by myself. You don't have to talk to me, you can just eat. I ever tell you about my youngest, Kathy? She's gone and married now, lives over in Nippon. Married to the most boring fella in the world, if you ask me. He's a veterinarian, but you can't talk fishing with a guy. Can't bait a hook to save his life. And he don't have time to play hockey or curl. 
Anyway, you remind me of Kathy. She was always on the phone before she married Tom. <laughs> All her friends lived down the street, but she'd rather pick up the phone and pull on her boots to walk down two houses. Anyway, don't tell anybody. But I loved listening to her talk. I couldn't understand what she was saying to her girlfriends talking a mile a minute. But in a way, kind of sounded like music. I miss it. I wasn't talking to my friend. I didn't think so. Did you object to their marriage? Who, Kathy and Boring Tom? Uh, yes. Well, he's dull as a log, but he's the only vet between here and Prince Albert, so he makes a good living, and she loves him. Lord knows why. Love can be unreasonable. I take it your folks don't approve of your fella. They do not know about him. Oh, I see. And he has not told his parents about me. That's a pickle. How long you been together? Four years. It's very complicated. We were engaged just before I went to California three years ago. When I returned to Manila, his parents forbid the marriage. Why? They don't have to give their reasons. As long as he is dependent on them, he must do as they say. So, I looked for a way that he didn't have to be dependent on them. And that's why you're here? Yes. I need only to file the papers in Saskatoon and he will be here in a month. We've been apart more than we've been together. And when we're together, we argue about how long we have to be apart again. I miss when it was simple. Like, doesn't matter. Of course it does. What do you miss? When he was courting me, he used to give me little presents and tell me I was beautiful all the time. <laughs> I miss those little things. Penny, men are stupid. Thank you for the orange, Mr. Govanlock. Oranges are my second favorite food. What's number one? Mangoes. Never heard of them. Oh, they are heavenly. My family owns a plantation back home. Then I'll have to take your word for it. I think I better go to bed. Penny, I'm heading down to Saskatoon on Friday to run some, uh, you know, errands. A long drive. Says here that you have the day off. Maybe you'd like to keep me company. Thank you, Mr. Govanlock. I think I would. <laughs> what you get? What you get? Calm yourself, Patsy. Make yourself useful and take these boxes, would you? Penny, I'm so jealous you went to Eaton's. I've only been twice. It's one thing to admire all the clothes and things in a catalog and a whole other thing to browse through in real life. I didn't go. The packages are for Mrs. Lucier. You didn't go to Eaton's? Oh, Penny, Eaton's is a cultural institution. You simply must go to Eaton's. You haven't lived if you haven't gone to Eaton's. 
all the way to Saskatoon and not go. That's practically a sin. Don't listen to her, Penny. You don't want to get corrupted by her waning sense of religion. There you are, Charlie. Ooh. How was the drive? No complaints. Good company. Oh, yes. Did you enjoy your trip, dear? Charlie didn't bore you to death. It was pleasant. Thank you. Good, good. Where's the other one? Don't know. Was in Saskatoon, remember? Right, right. Well, if you're done in here, can you help me lift Mr. Ellison to bed? I can help. Oh, no, Patsy. He's in a state. Best leave it to Charlie and me. Was he passed out in front of the pool hall again? Never you mind. Go find out if your ma needs help with the dinner rounds. Ah. Come on. Thank you, Charlie. Oh, quit it, Penny. You've thanked me enough already. So, what's next? Waiting. Don't get discouraged, Penny. Be patient. Thank you, Charlie. You are kind. Tell that to Marion. Oh, um, hello. Hello. Didn't expect to see you here. Where should I be? I mean, um, today. Why is that? Because it's your day off. How did you know that? Oh, um, the schedule. And you told me. I don't recall. Oh, well, maybe I'm wrong. (laughs) You look different. What do you mean? I mean, um, swell. I do not know that word. You look, if you don't mind me saying, you look beautiful. Beautiful? Pretty, uh, pretty, uh, different. It's just pretty different to see you not in your uniform. That's it. It's, It's just, uh, unexpected. That's all. Why? Do you wear your hockey outfit all the time? <laughs> oh, um, no. That would be rude, I think. Rude? Yeah, because it really smells. I mean, nobody should be subjected to that torture. <sighs> oh, I don't mean now. Uh, all my gear is in my bag, and I always shower after games and practice. So, I mean, I don't smell now or ever, except after the games. But not now. Really. If you say so. Goodbye. So, uh, anyway, I got you this. What is it? It's just a little gift, sort of. I picked it up for you at Mrs. Chang's grocery. I was just passing through Tisdale and thought you might like it. Mrs. Chang said all the Filipino nurses love them. I was going to give it to you tomorrow or Sunday because I didn't think I'd see you today, being your day off and all, and Mrs. Chang said it would taste better tomorrow or Sunday, but seeing as I'm seeing you right now, I might as well just give it to you now and you can decide which day is better. There you go. It's a mango. I can see that. Well, there you go. With! Uh-huh. Thank you. Bless you! No, Darianne, French, for your welcome. Remember? Oh, well, there you are, Wilf. Thank you for showing up to work only 30 minutes late. Uh, Darianne? Don't get cheeky. It means you're welcome. I know, dear. I'm French. One more time, Wilf, and I'm docking your pay. Now that you're here, I want to talk to you about those latest samples. Don't worry, Marion. I did them. And they all tested negative. Not one of them is pregnant. Well, that's good news. It is? I'm sure that Mrs. William, Mrs. Jordan, and Mrs. Leland will be very relieved to know that their husbands are not pregnant. 
Oh, uh, sorry. Where are you going? I'm gonna step outside for a moment to scream. May I suggest that you get your butt into that lab and retest those samples as labeled for gallstones before I wring your neck? Um, I- Now! With... Yeah? Salamat. Huh? It means... Thank you. There you are. Where were you today? Saskatoon. I didn't know you were going. Mr. Govanlock was running errands. He asked me to keep him company. We were wondering where you'd gone. Who is we? Today was the get-together with the other Filipino nurses. Oh, I forgot. This is the second time you forgot. I heard that Saskatoon is lovely and that there's a Filipino grocery store there. Who told you that? Mili Estoya. She and Leti Camposano work in Carrot River. And I met Rose Welchman. She lives in Nipawin. Welchman is not Filipino. Yes, she is. She is married to a farmer in Nipawin. A Filipino and a Canadian? Falling in love? What? You think it's impossible? No, not impossible. Perhaps irresponsible. What do you mean by that? Well, they're poor children. They will be sadly unattractive. Penny! It's true! They will be giants with enormous feet and mismatched eyes. One brown, one blue. You watch. That is unkind. It's true! It's not! You don't know! Rose is beautiful. And you haven't met Herman. Herman? Well, now of course their children will be ugly. His name is Herman. You shouldn't be so judgmental. It's very unchristian. You shouldn't be so naive. It's very provincial. Oh well. Love can be unreasonable. What's that? Uh, A mango, obviously. Where did you get it? The Chinese grocery store in Tisdale. I was there all afternoon. I didn't see you there. Patsy! Um, hey, can I ask you something? What? Well, it's, uh... Well, there's a guy on the team. Who? It's not important. If I guess, will you tell me? No. Is it Hank? No, no. Are you sure it's not Hank? No, I mean, yes, I'm sure it's not Hank. Quit it. The name is not important. It's about the situation, not the person, okay? Okay, fine. Okay. So, this guy, um, is really... Screwing up plays because he's distracted all the time by this girl. Hank said that coach doesn't let girls watch you guys practice. No, he doesn't. This guy, he just keeps thinking about her. What about her? I don't know. It's just a problem. He can't focus on the ice, and he also can't sleep, and he can't focus on his work either. Uh, that's what he tells me. Is she a good kisser? What? Is she a good kisser? He hasn't kissed her. What's he waiting for? I don't know. I don't think that she knows that he's been thinking about her. I don't get it. He said he hasn't told her. She doesn't know that he, you know, likes her in that way. Oh, so why doesn't he just tell her or ask her to go for a soda or something? Because he's scared. Is it Sid Rio? It's Sid Rio, isn't it? Hank said that he had it bad for Helen Susie and Zenon Park. I'm right, aren't I? Forget it. Hang on, what about the guy? I'll figure it out. You know, Wilf, 
I think you should tell your buddy that if he's too scared to talk to her, he should put it in a letter. Put what in a letter? His deep longing and admiration for the girl of his dreams, of course. Oh, that's sissy. It's romantic. Same difference. Well, I was talking to one of the nurses. Which one? It's not important. Oh, uh, well, what did she say? Well, let's just say she thinks letters are way more special than phone calls. What's this for? Give it to your friend, just in case. Dear Penny, you are so beautiful. Ah. I want to hold your hand, Wilf. Operator, Uranium City. Christ on a cracker, Charlie. Did you get lost on your way back from the post office? It's nine o'clock. After Gib gave me the mail, she guilted me into swinging by the Legion to help set up for the meat draw tonight. You know you can't say no to Gib, or you'll never see your mail again. Well, come on, I need you to help me move the beds in room three. I gotta sort the mail. Now, Charlie. Drat. Charlie? Miles, sort the mail for me. What's in it for me? My gratitude. And a bucket of bait. Miles, it's November. You do know it's not fishing season, right? The fish don't know that. I'll see what I can do. Mel! Oh, um, ladies, I apologize in advance. Jesus Christ. Recording. Ah, uh, this one's for you, and uh, this one, and 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 this one's for you, Penny. And uh, this one. And that's it. Would love to stay and talk, Poppets. I mean, Penny and Boring. Do look at the time. I should go do my rounds. Lots of work to do. Must keep busy. Honestly, I can never understand a word he says. Can you? I have a system. You got a lot of mail today. Would you like some dried mango? Who sent this to you? Tatai. He used to buy this for me after Sunday Mass when I was a little girl. Tatai won't write. My Lola says he's too emotional. So he sent me this. I wish he would write, but this is the best he can do. At least you know your father is thinking of you. I just... What is it? A letter from Romy. Who's Romy? My fiancé. I didn't know you were engaged. I am. It must be hard to be apart from him. It is. For me. 
I call him and tell him that I miss him, but he hardly has time to talk because he's running out the door. It's partly because of the time difference, but still... He has written you a letter. Surely he misses you. All he has written about is the latest cockfight. He's a gambler? No, he raises fighting roosters. That is his job? That is his pastime. His family is wealthy. He doesn't need a job. Oh well. Nagtatampo lang ako. I'm just sulking. I'm sure when he gets here, it will all be fine. I have filed the papers to sponsor him over. If all goes well, he should be here in two weeks. It will certainly be hard. There isn't any work in town to be had. What do you mean? Haven't you noticed all the men in town just hanging around? Mrs. Lucier said that after the harvest, there isn't any work for them. Not until the spring. We aren't going to stay here. What? You have to. We both agreed to stay here for two years. You did, not me. We signed the identical contract, Penny. I was with you. If you are staying here, that is your plan, not mine. As soon as Rami gets here, we are getting married and moving to Vancouver! You can't leave. It's not right. Don't judge me, Puring. You are no different. What do you mean? I signed that contract and I mean to honor it. I am not leaving. And after two years, are you going to sponsor your nanay and tatay and brothers and sisters to live here? You said so yourself. There's no work for them here. You know as well as I do that come the end of your contract, you will be on a bus or a plane to somewhere else. You don't know anything about me. I know enough. You're just mad because I'm right. Excuse me. I have my rounds. Uh, hello. Oh, Wilf. Excuse me. I didn't know you were there. You okay? I'm fine. I'm fine. How are you? I'm happy. Uh, to see you. <laughs> Are you sure you're okay? I'm fine. It's just the mail came and... A letter? Uh, yes, and well... You didn't like the, uh, the letter? It's not that. <laughs> well, obviously you're upset. I, I didn't think that that would happen. I'm sorry. I should go. You don't have to go, Wilf. Would you like some dried mango? Um, sure. You really like this stuff, eh? It is my favorite. I like it more than fresh mango. I'm sorry. I'll know that for next time. You're always saying sorry, Wilf. There's no reason. Sorry. Stop saying that word. <sighs> Just eat. It's good? Mm-hmm. It's delicious. Set up. Syrup? No, it kind of tastes like licorice. I don't know what that is. I'll bring you some sometime. Oh, I forgot to tell you. I really enjoyed watching your hockey game the other day. Oh, thanks for coming. It is very entertaining. Everyone is so excited and emotional. How come you didn't say hi after the game? I didn't want to bother you. What? No, never. You'd never be bothering me. I, I meant what I wrote. What's that? Uh, well, ha have you heard the, the Beatles? Oh, yes. I saw them in concert in Manila. They went to the Philippines? Yes, they've been all over the world. Not here. Maybe not yet. Well, what's your favorite song? Um, Twist and Shout. I like to dance. Do you like them, Wilf? Uh, yeah, they're okay. What is your favorite song? Well, I didn't have one before, but uh, now I do. What is it? I, I want to hold your hand. 
Oh, crap. I'm an idiot. Don't go! Penny! I'm sorry. Uh, I didn't mean to. Uh, I just wanted to... Hold my hand. Yeah, I'm sorry. And you bought me a mango. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't know it was the wrong kind. And the other day, you said I was beautiful. Did you mean it? I think that you are just the prettiest, most lovely, beautiful gal I have ever, ever met. I've never known a girl like you before. That was part two of Prairie Nurse by Mary Beth Badian. Part three is available now. The original theatrical production was directed by Sue Miner. It featured Catherine Fitch, Janelle Hanna, Isabel Canon, Belinda Corpas, Matt Shaw, Mark Crawford, and Lane Coleman. This production of Prairie Nurse ran at the Factory Theatre in Toronto, Canada, and at the Thousand Islands Playhouse in Gananoque. Prairie Nurse was commissioned and developed, and premiered at the Blythe Festival. The play received additional development through the Cahoots Theatre Company and funding support from the Ontario Arts Council. Prairie Nurse is produced by permission of the author and Marquis Literary. Special thanks to our CBC producers, Fabiola Melendez-Carletti, Cecil Fernandez, and Tanya Springer. The executive producer of CBC Podcasts is Arif Narani. The senior director of audio innovation is Leslie Merklinger. Play Me is produced by Laura Mullen and Chris Tolley. The associate producer is Pippa Johnstone. This episode was edited by Chris Tolley. Play Me is funded by the Canada Council for the Arts and the Ontario Arts Council. Play Me is produced by Expect Theatre in partnership with CBC Podcasts. For more information on our plays and artists, please visit playmepodcast.com. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.